It's such a joy and a delight to have you join us for today's broadcast. I trust that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you. Why don't you sit back, relax, and please don't change that channel and let us see what God has to say to us today. Never let that be the reason why you do any good thing that you do. It's interesting the metaphor that Jesus uses for the word of God. He calls it a seed. I don't want what God has for you, but I want all that God has for me. Luke chapter 6, 47 to 49. Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without foundation, against which the steam beat vehemently, and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. Say amen, somebody. Now let's look at John chapter 14, verse 27. Look at what Jesus said. Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let it, neither let it be afraid. I guess I should title this Jesus News. Jesus News. Lord, help us like only you can. We give you praise and thank you for who you are and all that you are in Jesus' name. Amen. I think it's important, child of God. That we don't only listen to CNN and NBC and ABC and Fox and MSNBC, CBS. But that we also listen to JESUS. It is such a mistake if we spend the bulk of our time or most of our time or all, all of our time. 
listening to what our secular news media always try to feed us. If you've lived for as long as I am, you ought to have realized by now that our secular news media are not interested in your peace. They don't care about your well-being. Your mental health is of no regards to them. They will only sell you news that is sellable based on the audience that they are targeting. Some will constantly criticize the president, even when it should be applauded. Some will constantly applaud the president, even when he should be criticized, because they are not doing news objectively. They are just doing news to get a paycheck by the audience that they are targeting. Child of God, your well-being, your emotional health, your mental health is far too important for you to subject yourself to only that kind of news. So after a while, when you listen, and I think you should listen some so that you can get some information on what they're saying, you ought to call that off. And open your Bible. And hear what your God, your King, the one who loves you, the one who cares for you, the one who made you, the one who is interested in you, the one who died so you could have peace and you could have joy and you could have soundness of mind. Hear what he wants to say or he's saying to you. It is that God that says to you on this day that from the world you will get turbulence and turmoil but from him you will get peace. He said in fact the kind of peace you need, the kind of peace you crave, the kind of peace you want, the kind that your soul desires. He said you can only find it in him. So you and I, we have to consult what he's saying if we want peace. Our mind is at the mercy, our well-being, our wellness. It is no secret that in our contemporary culture today, depression, anxiety disorders, mental illnesses, panic attacks, suicides, have had a marked surge and have now reached epidemic proportion, not just by the phobia of the virus, but also by this isolation that we're all forced to do to socially distance. Because by nature, we are all social beings. And when you ask people who are social beings and are already dealing with the tragedy of isolation, especially with the advent of social media to further socially isolate themselves, it is not surprising that will end up with all of the mental anguish and chaos that all of the psychiatrists and psychologists are now being alarmed about. 
It is not just the pulmonologists and the intensivists, the ICU people and the lung specialists that are alarmed about COVID. Our psychiatrists and psychologists are equally alarmed. Our primary care doctors are alarmed because of the rate with which they are discovering new onset high blood pressure because people are so much in panic and phobia and terror over all that is going on. That's why, child of God, you and I must get back to the words of our king. Because that's the only way we can get peace. That's the only way we can maintain joy. The peace is given to us. That's the only way we can safeguard it. He said, peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Peace I give to you. I pray that the peace of God which passes all understanding will fill your heart and guard your minds today. Through this time. Through this turbulent season. That you will not be a statistic. That you not only survive the virus, but you will also survive all of the chaotic response to the virus. Straightening up myself is a full-time job. That's why according to the Bible, all judgment ought to be directed at self, not other people. Judge yourself and you will not be judged, Jesus said. Look at the log in your eye before you see the speck in your brother's eye. Jesus warns us. Because anybody you're viciously criticizing, essentially behind them, you're tearing them. You're not called to the ministry of destruction. You're called to the ministry of construction. To build, to build, to make the effort to build. So make sure in all of your actions and assertions, you're building something. Build means you're encouraging, it means you're motivating, it means you're inspiring, it means you're moving forward. Build it. Whether it's the future of the children that God has entrusted to you, build. Not tear them down. Build, encourage, and motivate and inspire. That's what you and I are called to do. To build. Words that tear down, that demean, that drag down, that, that, that depress, uh, that the, those kind of speaking should be far away from you. Those are not building words. To build, feel yourself with words that inspire, that encourage, that uplift, that motivate. That's what Jesus said. Which one of us is building? Now watch this. He said, the guy that hears his word and does not do it. 
Yes, he's building, but he's building on the sand. He's talking about the foundation there. He said the foundation is sandy. He said when the storms come, and I know you know COVID is a storm. Praise the Lord. Everything we've been building is susceptible to being washed away by this storm if we do not heed the word of the master. He didn't say if the storm comes and when the storm comes. So the storm may have caught you by surprise. It may have caught our leaders by surprise. It may have caught our president by surprise. It may have caught other world leaders by surprise. It may have caught our physicians by surprise and our, and our scientists by surprise and our lab researchers by surprise. It has not caught your God by surprise. Because God said, when the storms come, because the storm will come. I have news for you. I know you don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. I know you don't want to hear this. When this storm abates, because it will, another one will come. So the wise believer does not pray the storm away. Because he knows that his prayer will not change the storm. The storm is as real as the seasons. The wise believer is like me because I hate cold so much. I can either be praying and fasting for winter never to come. If I live in New York. Or I learn to prepare for winter. The wise believer does is he builds himself and fortifies himself and prepares himself for what he knows he cannot change or control. So Jesus said, when you hear the word and you do it, when you hear the word and you do it, it's akin to putting whatever it is you are building on the rock. You're, you, you, you're putting whatever it is you're building you're solidifying the foundation. Ensuring that's not washed away by the storm. What ensures that is you deciding that I'm not just going to hear what Jesus said. I'm going to do what Jesus said. Praise the Lord. I'm going to I'm going to do. I'm not satisfied with just hearing. I'm not satisfied with Because the interesting thing is the guy who's building with the sandy foundation and this guy who's building with a rocky foundation, if you look at whatever it is that they are both building, you will never be able to see any difference until storms come. Oh, no wonder God allows storms. Because storms is what enable us to evaluate the appropriateness and the foundation of whatever it is that we are building. It's the storm that will only make it evident if the building is on the sand or the rock. Otherwise, it looks the same. You can tell. The family looks the same. The marriage looks the same. The home looks the same. The career looks the same. The ministry looks the same. 
The beast that's going to say, until the storms come. Hallelujah. So if I don't want COVID-19 to wash away anything that's important to me, my mind, my well-being, my health, my home, my family, my business, my ministry, I must consider what Jesus said and I must begin to do it. Praise the Lord. That's the only thing that's going to save me. From being a victim of this calamity. What did Jesus say? say? We start there in John 14 verse 27. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Now, when he says, let not your heart be troubled, he did not say that your heart will not be troubled. That's not what he said. He said, you have to decide not to let your heart be troubled. He did not say that you will not feel fear. Much of the news we are, we are hearing is scary. Very terrifying. But he said in the midst of it, you have to decide not to let me afraid. How do you do that? Many times you do that by speaking to yourself. Speaking the word of the Lord to yourself and telling yourself what is written. Remember when the, Jesus was tempted by the enemy? And the way Jesus responded and got the victory, it is written. It is written. You have to do the same. It is written. Anytime you feel afraid and you feel fear, you feel fear coming on because you had news. Oh, oh, 200 people have it in Harris County. Because the enemy will play on your mind. Oh, 2,000 people died in New York. Oh, this and that and the other. You have to tell yourself, I refuse to be afraid. I refuse to let my heart be troubled. For it is written, Jesus gives me his peace. It is written, I have the peace of the Lord. You declare it and say to yourself over and over and over and over until you wash out all anxiety. That I think is so ideal. It's God's prescription to us. God's prescription for us. At this time. Let's look at it. Summer 91 from verse 1. Look at what it said. Look at what it said. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2. I will say, see what I said about sound? See what I said about sound? It's not enough for me to know. I will say, I have to say it. I have to open up my mouth and say it. Because it is always my confession hinged on my conviction that turns on the power of God like a tap on my life. So I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge. It's not enough that I know it. I have to say, I will say, I will say, in other words, Every morning I wake up, the Lord, you're my refuge. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge. 
my fortress, my God, will I trust. Not the doctors, my God. Not the researchers, my God. Not the politicians, my God. Not the leadership, my God. Not even my pastor, my God. Not my religion, not my denomination. My God in him will I trust. My God in him will I trust. God, you are the only one I trust at this time. Everything we know is failing us left, right, and center. Everything we probably put our trust in is just collapsing right before us like a pack of cards. We cannot afford to trust in chariots and horses. If we do, we'll be setting ourselves up for a huge disappointment. Our trust must be in God. My God in whom will I trust? Not the man of God, the God of the man. That's the problem with some of us. Wondering where are the preachers? Preachers are where you are at. Praise the Lord. The preacher cannot deliver you at this time. We can point you to the God who will deliver you, but we cannot deliver you. If you ever thought your deliverance was in some man of God, either that man lied to you or you lied to yourself. Because the man of God is just as needful as God as you do. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge, my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 3. Surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler. And from the perilous pestilence. You know, the Webster's English Dictionary describes pestilence. Before I take the description, take the description. Uh, you know, I've been on Facebook. I think I'm on Facebook more than I should be you know, on Facebook. And I, uh, you know, it's, it's always interesting because when people speak, it helps you locate where they're at. You hear all kinds of stuff. And uh, one of the things people are saying all over the place is, oh, how come all of the men of God did not see this coming? Nobody predicted this COVID in their New Year's program. Nobody. First of all, let's get something straight. Jesus promised every believer, not just man of God, every believer, the Holy Spirit. So when, when he comes, the Holy Spirit, he will teach us all things and show us things to come. So you, if you're a believer and you have the Holy Spirit, you have as much privilege to see from God as any man of God. That's number one. 
So if you did not see, you have no right to be wondering why anybody else did not see. Because you could have seen. Praise the Lord. We don't control God or manipulate God or force God to decide who and what and when he chooses to reveal what he wants to reveal. Hello, somebody. So if you're wondering, how come nobody saw this? That question ought to be directed to God. Because no man has anything. No man can see anything except God giving it to him. He's the one that you ought to be asking that question. Not a man who is at the mercy of what God chooses to tell him. Because all men of God are, are postmasters. So don't be asking me who is just a, a, the, the, the letter deliverer. Why I don't have the letter for you. That's not, I, I'm not going to fake a letter for you. Ask him who asked me to give you a letter. Because if you didn't ask, if you didn't give me the letter to give you, I can't give you any letter. I can only give you, Paul said, it's what we have received of the Lord, we're able to deliver to you. Praise the Lord. But check out this my number three point. Pestilence, let's put something in one verse three back up. Pestilence is described by Webster's Dictionary as a highly infectious and contagious epidemic that is virulent and devastating. I'm going to say that again. A highly infectious and contagious. We are so thankful for the opportunity to be able to come to your home, your office, or wherever it is you're viewing this broadcast. Now, if you don't know Jesus, can I pray with you? Just say this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. I receive you today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, please call to let us know. Our phone number is on the screen. We would love to pray with you. Or if you want us to pray with you concerning anything, we would love to agree with you in prayer. But be kind to go onto our website, call into our church office, let us hear from you. We would love to pray with you. Additionally, if the message has been a blessing to you and you want the message in its entirety for a small donation to the ministry, we will rush the CD or the DVD to you. Call in, let us know, we'll get it down to you. And if you're ever in the Houston area, we would love to have you fellowship with us at Grace International Church. Look forward to seeing you. And remember these words from Romans chapter 5 verse 17, the B part says, And we who have received abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall rule and reign in Christ Jesus. We will be back at this same station at this same time next week to bring you more word from the Lord. We love you. God bless you.